you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome to episode 11 and really I just wanted to check in with you this week. How are you at the moment? Now, I don't know about you, but I've been feeling really exhausted lately, like my get up and go has got and gone. And I think, to be honest, it's the, it's the long-term effects of the coronavirus pandemic, and it's been hitting me the same as it's probably hitting you. Now, I've felt low, burnt out, and frankly, pretty exhausted. And it really isn't nice, is it? Now, I think that I've got away with the whole pandemic pandemic situation pretty easily in the big scheme of things. I work online and no one I know has got ill with it, thankfully. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Now, I've got two grown-up kids and they have both been safe, although one of them went out to the north of Italy, yes, the place that was really badly hit right at the start, literally a couple of days before the lockdown against my wishes and he got back again literally a couple of days ago but whilst he was there I knew that he was safe so yeah I got away with it quite easily but even for me it's still been really hard it's that uncertainty it's that feeling of just oh of not knowing what the future's going to hold I love what I do I mean, I really love it. Helping counsellors to go from overwhelmed to confident around marketing, it brings me so much joy. But despite that, recently it feels like I've been on a really relentless treadmill, like a version of Groundhog Day that's got no escape at the moment. And I hate the uncertainty that it brings. I mean, I can't plan for anything longer term. I had to bin an in-person meetup that I'd got planned And I can't really go away to recharge my batteries. And I know that if I'm feeling like this, then I'm not the only one and I'm not alone with it. So I talked about this with the members of the Grow Your Private Practice Club in our community a couple of weeks ago. And and yet it turns out that many of us are really feeling the same. And I really feel as well for the parents of children and young children because Because as we know, as much as we adore our children, this lockdown for many people has been so, so hard. So for me, it feels a little bit like I've lost my mojo. And I suppose I was wondering, how about you? How are you feeling? Now, I know that you love what you do. I mean, us counsellors are a pretty passionate bunch. So it can be really confusing when something like this happens. But, you know, from time to time, this does happen from time to time. And at times like this, we can lose our mojo and it can go missing for a while. And that's normal. You know, that is normal. That's life. What's important is understanding that this is only a temporary glitch and that it's not something that's permanent. 
But the problem is when we're in the middle of it, it can make us doubt ourselves. And these doubts and insecurities can creep in and whisper lies into our ears. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. This is never going to work for me. And nobody can afford counselling right now. And I've been through enough mojo malfunctions to know that this is a truly horrible place to be. But I want to reassure you, this is not permanent. And to help you with this, I've got three things that are going to really help you. And I've produced a free workbook as well that you can work through and hopefully feel a little bit better. So what's the first thing that I would recommend? Well, the first thing is reconnect with your why. Now, why we do things is really important. And you might forget the deep fundamental reasons that you have for being a counsellor when we're going through something like this. So it's really, really good to remind yourself and to connect with those reasons. So what I would suggest is go and grab a piece of paper and a pen and reflect on these questions. And if you don't have a piece of paper and a pen, don't worry, I've got these in the workbook. So consider what drove you to train to be a counsellor? What drove you to go through all of that work, all of that expense to be a counsellor? Now, counselling isn't usually something that we do half-heartedly. It's usually something that we're really driven to do. So what was it that drove you? And think about who is it that you want to help? And what is it that you feel really passionate about? Maybe it is that you don't want other people to go through what you've been through. Maybe you want to empower people. I mean, that's pretty good, isn't it? What we do helps to make transformations for people. So why do you want to be in private practice? Now, maybe you like the freedom to work in the way that feels right for you, using like the modality that you prefer. Maybe you hate the thought of being in a situation where you can only provide people six sessions or eight sessions. Maybe you want to choose the hours that you work. You might want to have part-time hours that are going to fit with other commitments, or maybe you really want to leave your other job and do this full time. And maybe you know that you can actually earn more and provide yourself with a better quality of life. I mean, what would success mean to you? I mean, it could be that you want to just work part time. That's all you want to do. What would that be like to just do a job that you love part time? Maybe you want to be a full time counsellor. How would that be for you? What would the income bring for you? Or maybe you'd like to go a step further. Maybe you'd like to start a counselling charity or run retreats or write a book. Or maybe you'd like to do something like produce courses or produce programmes, something like that. Really, you can turn this into whatever you want it to be or whatever you need it to be. How would that impact you, your life, your partner, your family? What difference would that make for you? So maybe journal around these questions and reconnect with your why. And like I say, to help you with this, I've made you a free little workbook to go with this episode, um, which includes these questions. So if you can't remember them, then just check the link below the podcast. Now, the second thing that I do is go on a work diet. Now, I like the term work diet. I made it up the other day. 
So a work diet is to only do the nutritious things in your business. So that's the things that are helpful or necessary to keep your business going or to actually grow it. Things that are actually going to make a difference. So get rid of all the junk food activities like, for example, tweaking things for the sake of it. Now, we've all done this, spent a couple of hours tweaking your website or tweaking your directory or tweaking images off Canva. That's okay, but it can take up a lot of energy. And right now, it's best for you to conserve that energy. So maybe tweaking things is something you give up for a while. Another thing is it's really easy to go down social media rabbit holes. Now, we all do this. We, we just can't help it. You know, social media is purposely made for us to go on there and stay on there. So if you use social media for business, I highly recommend that you get some really good time boundaries around this. So I would suggest that you just set a timer. I mean, you can use a timer on your phone just for five minutes or 10 minutes and then go onto your social media, do what you need to do for your business. And then when the timer goes off, you come off. And that is going to really help you not go down those social media rabbit holes. Another thing that I would suggest is delay starting more CPD courses. So don't start a CPD course at the moment because you probably don't really need to. Now, again, I know, I know what it's like. As a counsellor, there are so many interesting things we can learn. There are different modalities, different theories, different types of working, different people to listen to. I mean, there's, there's just so much, isn't there? But to be honest, your brain could probably do with a little break at the moment. So if there's a course that you'd really like to do, put it on your to-do list and come back to it when your energy is back up. And another thing that I'd say you could maybe cut down on, and that is Facebook groups. So spending too long in Facebook groups. Now, Facebook groups can be a really great place to connect, but counsellors are exactly the same as anyone else, which means that sometimes there might be disagreements and there might be other things that you just might, might find a little bit stressful. So let's not welcome any more stress into our lives at the moment. So take care of yourself. And if you're in a a Facebook group and you're feeling a little bit stressed, just step back and take a break for a while. It doesn't have to be forever. And another thing that you could do just to give yourself a bit of a break at the moment for this little work diet, and that is don't start reading more counselling books so that, you know, again, there are so many different and interesting things we can learn that it can be tempting to read more and more books. But the problem with that is that it's all more information that's going into your brain and it can end up making us feel overwhelmed. It can end up leaving us feeling too confused to make sense of it. So my gentle suggestion would be read some novels, read some light-hearted books that's going to help to give your brain a break. And then when you're feeling a little bit better and on top of your game, then maybe start reading the counselling books again. Now, this is something that I've been doing lately. I've been just focusing on the important activities to make sure that my business keeps functioning and that I can keep my members happy. But I've stepped away from all the activities that were really draining energy from me. So activities that weren't really necessary at the moment. And 
And I'm so glad that I have because this has really helped me to conserve my energy so that I can practice my own self-care. So the third thing I'd suggest is that you press pause and not stop. So again, do all of the essentials that you have to do and trim everything else off. But when you're going through a period of exhaustion or you're feeling a little bit disillusioned or maybe you're a bit burnt out, it really can be tempting to just throw in the towel. But I'm going to urge you, please don't do that. Give yourself some space and take the pressure off and use that time to do some nurturing activities. Really practice some some really robust self-care. Now, here are a few things that you can try. So one of them would be affirmations. Now, affirmations are so, so easy, but they can be incredibly effective. So affirmations basically are a positive statement written kind of in the present. So you would say things like, I feel relaxed rather than I will feel relaxed. Now, repeat the affirmation out loud three times and then repeat it again as often as you possibly can throughout the day. So a good way of doing this is to say, right, I'm going to repeat my affirmation every time I walk through a doorway. You can even do something like make it into a screensaver for your phone or for your computer to remind you through the day. Now, in the workbook, I've shared 25 affirmations that are perfect for the current climate that we're in. My favourite is, I have been through hard things before and I have survived them. Another thing would be journaling. Now, again, (laughs) we all know the power of journaling, but do you actually do it? If not, make a commitment now to journal just for a week and see how it helps you. Do some meditation, maybe do some mindfulness exercises, go for more walks, have more sleep. You know, we, I love a good nap. We all love a good nap. Talk to friends. Now, these are things that you already know are a good thing to do. These are the sorts of things that we might suggest to clients to help them to deal with stress or anxiety. But something that I know about counsellors is we are often really good at helping other people with this, but we don't necessarily do it ourselves. So is that you with your hand on your heart? Can you say, yes, I really do do all these things? Because if not, make a commitment now to do some self-care exercises for yourself and see how you get on with them. And maybe you've got some exercises or techniques that you use with clients that would be perfect for you to use yourself. The way I look at it, I think just throw everything at it. Another thing as well I didn't mention there is EFT. EFT is a great thing to do. It's free. It's easy. Go onto YouTube and just have a look for EFT. Now, a couple of weeks ago in the Grow Your Private Practice community, after I'd realized that so many of us were feeling stressed or anxious or exhausted, I held an energy boost week. So every day we had an activity And we even had a couple of guests. We had Yvonne and Yvonne came and did an EFT session, which was great to help us to reduce overwhelm. And we had Dale, Dale Darley. So Dale Darley was the lady who helped me um, write my book. She was my book coach. And she's also great. She's she does a lot of journaling. She sells journaling books. 
and she's quite a spiritual person and she came and she did a heart connection session which was brilliant I did a session about affirmations I did a session about journaling and I had a getting rid of negative clutter session as well so like I say let's just throw everything at it let's try lots of different things and see what really works and finally in the energy boost week I also did some fun and light-hearted competitions to give us all a bit of a boost so can you bring in some different energy so for example I know someone who started watching The Handmaid's Tale because they've not seen it before if you've seen The Handmaid's Tale you'll know that it's 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 hard work it, it's very serious it's very depressing it's interesting it's a great series but my goodness it's it's hard So what they've done, they've actually paused watching it because they were watching it and it was bringing them down. So I would say choose what you watch, choose what you read, choose really carefully because it has an impact on your mood. So I said a couple of weeks ago about how I was watching Schitt's Creek, which is on Netflix. It's brilliant. It's really lighthearted. It's really good fun. My son's got me started watching um, Arrested Development, which I know is quite old now, but I've never watched it before. I've also re-watched some, old, some oldie but goodie films as well. I mean, I re-watched The Life of Brian with one of my kids because they've never seen it. And, you know, just a few comedy things. It's really going to make an, a, an impact and really help to lift your mood a little bit. So maybe do a little list of things you'd like to read, things you'd like to watch, things you'd like to share maybe even thinking about things like a playlist for music i mean music is such a such a powerful thing maybe you could put together a playlist of all your favorite mood uh, favorite songs and music that really helps to bring up your mood i loved listening to things like 70s disco and there are some songs that i just you know the sort of thing you can't help but sing it you know maybe you can put together a playlist and play that as often as you can So in this episode, we've looked at how you might currently be feeling stressed, how you might be feeling a bit anxious or exhausted, or possibly all three. And I've looked at, I've shared with you three simple ways to help you to reconnect with your why. We've looked at um, going on a work diet and only doing essential stuff. And we've looked at pressing the pause button with some ideas to help to give yourself a boost. Now, as I said earlier, I've got a free workbook for you with some journaling questions and some affirmations to help you. And you can get that by clicking the link underneath this episode. Now, now is a difficult time, so please press the pause button if you need to. But don't stop. You've worked too hard. You've come too far. And if you need some help with trimming off the fat and just concentrating on what's important, This really is what the Grow Your Private Practice Club is all about. And we also have some time management tricks in there too, with a friendly and supportive group of peers. And you'll again find the link to that in the show notes below. So I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode, however you're feeling. If you did, please be sure to hit subscribe so that you get the latest episodes delivered directly to your device. And please come and connect with me. You'll find me on Instagram, so that's Grow Your Private Practice, all lowercase, no spaces. And remember, this is temporary. 
it really would be a pity to throw away all of your dreams for a temporary glitch. And there are so many people out there that need you now more than ever. So if you've lost your mojo, please don't worry. It's normal and you will find it again. So just take it easy on yourself. With love from me. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.